that. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, hold on. Let me pull up my radio voice. <clears throat> this mic doesn't work, but I need to pretend uh, it does. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Untitled Podcast. One day we'll have a name. One day we'll have a name. Uh, I'm we're, we're one half. <laughs> well, you can decide what it's called. We're we're thinking I'm, of we're thinking of something, but we haven't decided. Uh, so some of the names are uh, two two tech boys in the Cadillac. You know, two tech boys in a smart car. Tech boys in a Tesla. The uh, the 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 gang. <laughs> a gang. <laughs> Not the blue or red one. Tech boys with a Z. <laughs> Has to have a Z. But um, <laughs> I am one half of your Graces and Kiki host. All right, that doesn't work too well. But anyways, this is our podcast. This <laughs> mic doesn't work. Do you say geeky or do you say kinky? <laughs> Shh, you'll never know. <laughs> oh, man, but... um. <laughs> We we are uh, we are the tech duo. Uh, this is uh, this is Joe talking right now and um, uh, um, Marquette. Yeah, I'm Marquette, aka Quette, <laughs> aka. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm not going to do AKs all day. But um, yeah, I'm I'm the other half of the, of the tech podcast, and um, you know, we we're two young um, guys that have been in tech for actually a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. Despite the fact that we're thirty, we've spent like. 18, 17 years combined in tech already at such a young age. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. you know, we, we've just been really into tech our whole life and into technology. And, um, you know, it kind of brought us to this point um, that we decided to record a podcast talking about tech. Um, I don't know how deep you want to get into it uh, right here off top, but um, I don't know. Maybe we should give the audience a little bit of uh, background on who we are. So why don't you sure, tell sure. the people about yourself, Joe? Sure. So, um, man, tech, tech has pretty much been in my life since I was born. Like, my, my dad, like, introduced me to computers, and I used to just take apart computers and rebuild them. I had, like, this old compact uh, computer. Uh, like they had like the, like the little bubble in front of it, like it was like a blue bubble, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, and like I had to update the RAM, so I I found a way to update the RAM, and I just like plugged it in there. Um, I don't want to go down all history, but like fast forward, like I ended up like just like really really enjoying technology, and like ended up going to like a cybersecurity company, uh, where I eventually I became a software developer and. Um, it's probably like one of the best decisions I made. Like I get to just like have like a lot more freedom and I can create things and, and, um, it, it just feels, it feels, it feels like you could do so much in it. There's, it's like endless possibilities. There's so much, there's so much things you can do, so many things to learn and, um, it's an embracing community. So I'm really, really loving it right now. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and I, sorry, my elbow stuck on the thing, but, um, yeah, I also just kind of fell in love with tech at an early age. Um, it started with video games. Um, I used to play the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis a lot as a kid, which, um, you know, when you say that 20 something years later, it kind of sounds like you was a spoiled kid, but trust me, I wasn't. <laughs> so kind of like out then. <laughs> um, I never just had all the systems any other time in life. So, um, but I, it, it kind of started with that. And then, um, 
you know, eventually we, we got computers. I think when I was in my fifth, in the fifth grade, we got a computer and I, I just loved it. Um, I spent as much time on it as I possibly could, playing games, going on the internet, asking Jeeves questions and stuff. <laughs> like before Google existed, Jeeves was my guy or Jeeves, whatever, whatever you know. So um, I kind of, um, from there, I, I like tech, but I didn't really know where to go. I just always knew I was going to be working with tech. I thought I was going to be making video games growing up. Um, yeah. And so I, I told my parents I wanted to make video games, but secretly um, I, I just wanted to play video games for a living. Um, and I kind of missed that boat a little bit by like 10 years, about 10 years younger. I could just be on Twitch right now all day. Like, oh man. But anyways, um, so Fast forward, um, I ended up also getting into cybersecurity and working. We actually worked at the same company. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, Joe was really cool. Um, I won't get into the whole background about how we met quite yet. Uh, maybe we'll have a, a origin stories uh, podcast. Yeah. And, and can I talk about that? It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy how like we didn't know each other like ahead of time. <laughs> but we knew so many people. We knew enough people, but we didn't know each other somehow. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was, I don't know. It was like every, it would be like going to these series of parties and every time I come in, you leave. And every time <laughs> you come in, I leave and we just yeah. never see each other. It was kind of like that rotating door. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I ended up also just deciding one day I wanted to be um, a, a software engineer. Kind of inspired by you, honestly. I won't get too deep into that either. But um, you, yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Th- thank you for getting me back to the light. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I decided that I was smart enough to uh, be a software developer. Um, and it turns out I am because all you have to do is Google stuff. <laughs> but um, seriously, I just kind of <laughs> ended up um, finding out that I, I could do it. I liked it. It was fun. And then I... I set out on my own quest to become a developer and um you know i circle back around and was like um i will say that the student has become the master but it's more like we just both um i'm not a master we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're both we're, software we're, engineers we're, we're definitely we're definitely on different paths like we're, we're definitely doing software development but i i think um as like any software developer knows like they just start to realize like there, there's so much stuff to learn and you start to just become an expert at whatever field that you're in yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're I'm pretty sure like we're probably like like right here in like development like but what we think about uh like because of industries like it might be a little bit different. Yeah. So right, well, I don't I don't want to um you know we we kind of got the intro out the way got to a little bit about us um don't want to dive too deep into um my boring life or or Joe's quite interesting life um, <laughs> it's born right now with the covid situation <laughs> yeah un- unfortunately um yeah. yeah definitely unfortunate and you know i really appreciate everybody that is out there on the front lines you know still working right. all the essential workers right. yeah. all the people in the healthcare industry um you know thank you all for taking care of everybody and holding everybody down um yeah i i i definitely have like a like a deep appreciation for like the nurses and doctors out there that are um, you know, putting their own lives online to make sure that everyone else is okay. So, uh, yeah, big I don't know if I have it in me. Like, they're, they're stronger than me. I don't know if yeah. I could do it. I mean, I, I have a couple of friends who are like nurses and doctors, and like it's you know it's it's kind of it's kind of like you know you you want to make sure like they're okay and and yeah. uh, like they're getting the best like they can get because like they're probably like losing sleep over certain situations and like they have to see a lot of stuff in the front line, like you said. So, 
Um, I've seen so many people sick, so many people die. I have kids. Yeah. I would like not even want to come home because I wouldn't want to risk it. You know, I'd be boarded up in a hotel somewhere. And you know, like it kind of, it kind of shows like how, like, um, you know, like we're we're very social creatures, and like the fact that we can't really get close to like our friends and stuff right right now, and we have to like do Zoom calls and and like we had to use technology just to like communicate with each other. It, it kind of sucks at the moment, but it's it's understandable that we need to, you know, keep our space and um, you know do what do what we need to do so the situation can like pass over eventually. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hope you know people out there are still practicing social distancing. I see a lot of people that aren't, um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping those people are so safe. Yeah, yeah. If you check Instagram, it's it's kind of crazy out there. I've yeah. I've seen people doing some wild stuff since day one. Um, yeah, it's yeah. like they don't really they don't really understand like how um, severe this can really be. Like you, you, people are really losing their lives, and we need to like make sure that we kind of like do what we gotta do to like just beat this as a as a culture. Uh, you know, it's it's not fair right now, and it sucks that everything's closed down pretty much. But at the same time, like if you wanted to be open faster, then stay away from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, we're we're not a healthcare or COVID podcast, so we don't want to we don't want to weigh y'all down with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could get deep into that, but let, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for stopping me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't about stopping you. It was um, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know what we're a podcast about, honestly. Um, other than tech and two guys rambling about tech in their lives. Honestly, <laughs> but, I think I think this podcast is going to be a mix of like a lot of things. We're going to be talking about uh, tech stuff. We're going to be talking about like like things that are dear to us, and um, I think I think it's going to be like a great combination. Like once we figure out like what we want to do with it, we're definitely going to be talking about stuff for our culture. So you can definitely be here. All types of stuff, like geek culture, like, you know, talking about Rick and Morty, but then your hero is talking about, like, Insecure and Atlanta and, and, and Dave and shows like that. And just what we're into, a bit of Animal yeah, Crossing of that, here and there. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of uh, Dave, did you see the last episode? I did. I did. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about where the season and where his life is going to go. Yeah. Um, I really like that, that freestyle at the end on The Breakfast Club, though. Um, that was that was pretty that was pretty dope. <laughs> it was pretty intense, and I I kind of like the beginning rap. It was kind of a little little crazy at the, like near the end of the rap, but it was it was yeah, it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah, and I really like but Gator. Gator is such a great character. He's such a ride great. or die guy, and he just yeah. like you know. And when Charlemagne like pressed them, and he was like, "Nah, this my this my my guy for real." Like you know, what I'm saying I really believe in his ability to rap and who he is, and mm. like. I know something about that. Like, I, I like how that got to Dave. How Dave was like, you know what? For these guys, I'm a. I'll, I'll deal with with the BS as long as it, because I don't want to put these guys at risk. And he you looked know, at his me, friends and how much they believed in him. Right. To me, it was like a turning point for him. It was like it's not always about me. Like, there's a there's a support group and they're here to support me. And like now that I have the support and I, now that I realize that I need to make sure that like my team eats as well. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I think before, it's smart. It was, like, a lot more selfish. Like, like, and I think that was, like, in the previous episode, you could see, like, with his girlfriend, like, that he was only thinking about himself, but he didn't realize, like, how many people were, like, impacted by his own abilities, you know? Exactly, yeah. And and he already lost her. Why risk losing all of your friends as well and just ending up alone? Yeah. So, so I think so he was... 
Yeah, yeah, sometimes it does. I think you definitely on a slippery slope where it was like, yo, either you're going to lose everything or you're going to gain everything. Like, you know, like if if things went well, he was going to be super rich, maybe super famous and things would work well and him and his team would eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe he'd just get a new girlfriend. But if things went wrong, it's like you just lost everybody. You have nobody in your corner now, your best friend, your, you know, your best friends, your girlfriend, your engineer, your, like everything is just gone. Like nobody really has a reason to be around you anymore. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about stuff like Dave. Like we, you know, just yeah. had this, this dive into the last episode and how we felt about it. And uh, we'll, we'll talking about a, a lot of topics it'll be centered around tech tech will be the anchor of our podcast um but we're definitely just kicking it with two guys just kind of having a, a phone call and calling it a podcast <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, so we're gonna oh my bad um so like let, let's 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 start let's start on a few topics i guess like um yeah like uh what what like how's your week been going man like it's been, it's been like, you know, we've been staying inside, but I know you probably still have been busy. Yeah, I've been crazy busy. Um, I can't dive too deep into it, but I, I joined a new project at work with a new team. So I've been on a lot of um, studying there. Um, I've done another language, uh, so to speak. Um, it's Ruby on Rails. So I did learn Ruby um, in the past and Rails. Um, but it was kind of early in my coding career. So for anybody that doesn't know, I went to a boot camp in DC. And um, during my boot camp, we did um, a lot of front end stuff. Uh, we did back end as well with Node. But um, we, you know, did a lot of HTML, CSS, uh, JavaScript, vanilla JavaScript, jQuery, React, stuff like that. And um, at the end of it, um, at the end of the boot camp, the last two weeks were Ruby on Rails focused. And I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't really like the syntax of Ruby. Um, I thought it was kind of ugly to have all those end statements everywhere. I still kind of do, but it's a little better because I've customized my text editor to have it more colorful. Something about the colors make it better. <laughs> um, and Rails just had like so much magic going on. I'm like, no, but why do I just type this and it creates all this stuff for me? Like, I don't know where it's at. It was it was really confusing. Um, but I, so the, the Ruby language wasn't that bad to understand um at a basic level um and maybe that'll be a good episode one day just talk about learning different languages and transitioning because i've I've done quite a bit of languages now um but anyways um so it's just kind of doing that and rails seems a lot nicer now i actually kind of like it um i always talk trash to like friends and like kind of acquaintances that use rails like like heartedly like oh rails sucks like (laughs) nobody likes ruby but it's cool. It's cool. Um, so I'm I'm liking that so far, but it's just been a lot of studying, uh, getting onboarded onto the team, um, getting accustomed to Ruby and stuff like that. So I've been busy with that, and um, I have this side project that I've been working on as well. So I've been kind of just coding that out, studying for um, AWS cert that I want to get, and just you know just trying to stay busy with the family. Uh, my kindergarten daughter has like hours of homework every week. I I don't know how, but um, it's just so much. So, <laughs> how, how about yourself, man? Uh, so I'm I'm on my second week of a of a new job. Uh, so it's it's uh it's going well. Like I'm I'm learning uh how to use TypeScript right now. Uh, which is which is really interesting. I haven't really had to use like a, a strongly typed language in a long time. Um, but the the good thing is that um, 
it's very similar it's very similar to like jsx like in in the sense that i could just like write like write like well i'm using i'm using it for uh react so like it's it's a lot similar to uh how i would type my react projects or my react react files and components uh -huh. but um it's like you have to kind of like define like what's returned already or you have to kind of like tell you tell them like exactly what like what type of props are being taken there's there's a way of getting around it by just like doing any but it's like it's not that useful the purpose. You're, kind of, you're kind of defeating the purpose of like what TypeScript is about and right. I'm, I'm i'm growing to learn it like it's, it's slower development right now to me but i'm, I'm growing to learn it I'm, I'm loving to learn learn to love it <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, um i think that like it will reduce like the amount of bugs in the future yeah um, um so I like that. Yeah, type, TypeScript seems kind of cool. I feel like I, I have like a little bit of FOMO with it. It's kind of on my list of things to look into. And um, I've actually kind of found myself more often writing work kind of props. So I have this side project I'm working on and I'll be writing functions and I'll have a, a, a prop, something that's coming in, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll look at it and be like, you know what, just for future me, I'm going to set this to be an array, just so I remember, like, this is taking an array, or, hey, this is going to take an object here. Um, and just kind of putting it in, is like, man, I might as well just learn TypeScript and just tell what everything's going to be. I would, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, maybe this would be helpful for my code in the future if I just keep saying, like, this is exactly what this is going to be. So I'm not sitting there like, so what is this again? Um, I don't know, but it, it does seem helpful. And I've actually been seeing a lot of people on Twitter talking about TypeScript this week. Um, right, yeah. I don't have this tweet available right now, but guy was like, yo, explain TypeScript to me like I'm five. And um, it was a lot of funny tweets in there. A lot of people basically saying like, you know, you have JavaScript. I think a good one was JavaScript. You have a toy box. JavaScript is a toy box with just no lid. You can just throw anything in it. And JavaScript, mm -hmm. uh, TypeScript is a toy box that has a lid on it, and then it has shapes like a triangle, circle, square, and you just can't throw anything in it. You have to put everything in there neatly. You know, put a circle in the circle, a square in a square. So right, um, right. I think that was a pretty good way of explaining it. And um, I don't know. I might toy around with it in the future, but JavaScript yells at me enough. I don't need TypeScript yelling at me more right now. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it definitely yells at you. And, uh, once you put a linter on there, it tells you everything that you have done wrong and it, it might not like, it might not let you compile anything either, which sucks. But, um, there, there are ways around it. Like, um, like you can use like react, uh, prop, like you can use prop types and like, mm -hmm. like assign like different props and like say like this yeah. is required, but, um, TypeScript has it like just like directly more built in, and I think it has like additional features as well. I'm still I'm still learning it, so I'm about I, I kind of like started like two weeks before my job and started like just dabbling with it on a personal project. But um, there's like there's other things that you can use like uh, generics and um, like uh, some other things that I'm still trying to learn at the moment. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, but it's it's an interesting language, definitely. Um, definitely like strongly typed and and weird at times <laughs> yeah um yeah I've, I've never used the type language before i know you have experience with java so that might help a bit um i also have experience with java but it was secretly um when i was teaching at a boot camp it was just me uh listening to what the instructor was teaching on the boot camp and then
and telling the students like, "Hey, if you need help with Java, go to the other TA." Because I don't know. <laughs> I can I can give you some general advice. Um, but I was like, all this Java stuff, my head was hurting. I was interviewing for other jobs. It was a lot. Um, so I think I was still like a little bit helpful by just being like, I get what you're writing. This is what you need to do. You need to return this, so you need to do that and this. But if it was like too heavy into Java land, it was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not T guy. <laughs> yeah, it could get, and, the, and the scary thing about Java is it could get like verbose, like it, like the 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 methods could get super, super, super long, and you're just like, what is this? And yeah, uh, yeah. unless you unless you have dove down into like the documentation and like understand what each thing is doing, like it it could come off as like very intimidating. I feel like one day I'm I'm gonna learn Java just to do a quick project in it for the fun of it because I, I do like learning new languages. Um, but I I don't think it's just gonna be a language that I I use often. I'm not, I really enjoy JavaScript and Python right now. Those are like my mm -hmm. two favorite languages. Um, yeah. So I mean, not to say that Rails is bad because I am working on Rails. So nobody out there think I hate Ruby on Rails. I no longer hate it, but um. For the fun of it, I may just continue to make fun of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I have a couple of news topics. I think we should have like a, a news segment inside of our podcast. Sure. sure yeah. Um, so well, let's dive, dive into the news. Let's pretend we have like a news bumper going off right now. Something cool sounding. News. Oh, you know what I can use? I can use uh, "Here's the Mail" from uh, Blues Clues. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> All right, but um, for real. So um, I, I have a couple things in, in, in news this week. And uh, one is um, Elon Musk. Um, so for anybody out there that doesn't know who Elon Musk is, he's this billionaire that, because um, I, I don't think everybody does. If you don't listen to tech, you don't know. Cause I've, I'm not going to put any names out there, but I spoke to several of my uh, friends and family members that aren't into tech, and they are like, who is Elon Musk? And I was like, yeah, yeah, don't. They were like, I, I've heard his name, but I'm like, okay, cool, maybe. I'm, it's pretty, just... I'm pretty sure they know some of his, uh, his, his things, and they probably have used it, but didn't know it was, it was by him, like PayPal, for example. Yeah, PayPal. I was about to say, I was like, my family isn't using Teslas, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rich guy. <laughs> maybe no, 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 one day, one day, we, you know. One day, yeah, one day. But yeah, yeah, PayPal, PayPal, definitely. Um, I mean, is PayPal Elon Musk though? He just. I guess technically. He's tied yeah, to he, it. He's tied to it. No, he, he was uh, one of the founders. Was he? Yeah, I believe he was you one know, of the founders, and he used that money to create Tesla and his other and work on his other projects. I thought he started PayPal, but then I thought he started a different company that got merged into PayPal. But, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. PayPal, he's tied to PayPal. Um, and I'm like, oh, he's the, he's the guy that created Tesla and SpaceX and wants to send it people tomorrow's um and so so yeah elon musk the billionaire he yeah he worked for paypal he's the ceo of um of tesla for now um and uh spacex um which is basically like a a privatized nasa maybe not on the same scale but uh a privatized rocket space company um and so he recently gave birth to his sixth child. Um, he has a, a set of twins and a set of triplets from previous marriage marriages. Um, and so he has a, a new baby with a singer named Grimes. Um, no disrespect, but I don't know any of the music. So um, 
but I know she's a singer. Um, I think a couple different genres. Um, so they they welcomed a new baby um, named something. Yeah, so something that something. Uh, something I've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was really interesting. So I'm not gonna make fun of the kid. I mean, he's he's a baby, you know. So I'm definitely not gonna talk bad about the kid, but um, it's definitely something to to bring up. Like it's a it's a really interesting name. Um, it, it, makes me go down, it makes me go down like a rabbit hole. Like, what, 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 like, what if like him starting like this this uh, trend, like ends up becoming like a really big thing where people just start naming their kids like something just insane. I don't need this to be a thing because look, so, so the name for anybody that doesn't wait, know. Wait, wait, how how would the teachers like feel like? Have, you remember like I don't know if you ever seen the key. The key and peel. Like how how do, how do you think? How do you think like the teachers are gonna feel when they gotta pronounce all these like names like Z Zero uh Z Zeta uh Beta uh Beta Beta Gigabyte uh, uh yeah I two like, <laughs> I two <laughs> here present like yeah. oh man yeah this is a wild name and then it's it's gonna be names like that and then it's gonna be like Game of Thrones characters the only normal name is gonna be like somebody named John because they were named after John Snow. But the rest yeah, of the class is gonna be like John's Khaleesi. Gonna be yeah, John's gonna be picked, picked on for having a normal name. So what, you you loser. Yeah, why, your parents are your parents aren't uh, innovative <laughs> at all. You don't have any dashes. It's just three letters. Yeah, where, where, where's your John. dash at, man? Where's your dollar sign? <laughs> your dollar sign. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, but this kid is gonna break passwords. <laughs> Oh, um, password's going to be definitely obsolete because it's going to be like, you know, you shouldn't use your name and your password. It's like, I have no choice. <laughs> my, my name is like that, that kid that was named like the ABCs, but the mom was like, I, what did they say that kid name was? It was like, I, I don't know. It was something crazy. But yeah, yeah this, my, it, my password is my name. My password is my name. It it was it's really interesting because it's for anybody out there that doesn't know it's, it's X, a A and E put together kind of like the American Eagle logo. I don't know what that A E is exactly. So I mean I might I don't know I don't know what it is, but it's like an A and an E together and an A dash twelve. Both parents have different pronunciations for it, and they've come up with like the X is the X factor that is unknown. The AE means AI. It's like Elvish. Also, it, it might mean like something else. I think it means like, um, I don't, I've seen so many breakdowns and the mom was like A-12 has to do with like their favorite jet. She said, I don't know. She said one jet, Elon said, and it was actually this jet. The numbers were, she said like 17, he was like not 71, but anyways. So like, and they, they both broke down like different, pronunciations for the kid's name and then somebody online was like well you know if you go back and take from three like they went to different languages like yeah so the kid's name was like kyle it's what it broke yeah, down to yeah, like, i remember saying that yeah <laughs> so like i don't know if this kid is going to go to school if he's going to go by x if he's going to go by ai if he's going to go by kyle if he's going to go by like i have no clue what he's going to call himself but uh <laughs> and i have no clue how he's going to put his name on like any form ever because um, yeah. it's gonna break. I don't. I don't know if I can. I don't know. I feel like all the forms that I've written so far in my career would just break when this kid puts his name in, unless it just says "taking the string." Don't care what it is. <laughs> I, w I wonder. I wonder if he's using like his son as like a way to like get people to to uh, instead of like ignore special characters to like embrace them and like 
uh, find a way to like improve security all around. But this is a, a, a hot take. <laughs> yeah, but this kid might have to uh, might have to go by Kyle because California is like, yo, come on, really, bro? Like, nah, you, you can't just have this. Like, it needs to be alphanumerical characters from the English language. You have A through Z, choose from there. So, um, I don't know. It, it's really interesting, but also just like why they yeah, they I don't know. It will it's way out there. But um, yeah. congratulations to them on on their new baby, um, and whatever his name is, um, I, I have n- I have no clue what what else to say about this. Is is really what, interesting? <laughs> Actually, I I have a question now. Like, um, uh-huh. if you if you plan to have a a a child in the future, mm-hmm. um, what would you like? What would be the most outrageous name? Like, what, how far would you go in your naming convention? Like, <laughs> not very. So like I don't know. I've in the past we've just tried to come up with names that were like unique, but like not too out there. So like my oldest daughter is Skylar and my youngest daughter is Mila. Um, and Skylar is like fairly popular over the years. You know, mm-hmm. forever it's not like really popular, but um, I think I've seen more Skylars lately. Might be just because I named mine Skylar. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that, and then Mila is, like, a little bit more unique, but it doesn't sound, like, too out there. You know, I, I want to have something where it's, like, there's not a bunch of people with this name running around, but it's not, like, crazy. Um, and I don't I don't know of one that I would just be, like, ah, this crazy name, like, go with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, I don't know. If, if it sounds good to me, I'll, I'll name my kid that. Um, and I'm not too big on naming my kids, like, after other, like, people. I mean, I, I could maybe, you know, depending on the person and the name. But, yeah, it's just not really my thing to come up with outrageous names. I think the interesting thing here is that um, I think people are going to accept this kid's name, which is fine, like, accept his name. But still, like, look down on, on other names, like, oh, the ghetto. You know, growing up, yeah, I know people would be yeah. like, don't name your kids anything, like, crazy because they're not going to get a job. Anything with like a law in front of it. Yeah, anything, or, anything yeah. with a law or anything named after a car or, or stuff yeah, like that. Like this guy, like you know, if 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 I name my daughter Alexis, like or or Porsche or uh, one of those one of those names that like yeah, Diamond Mercedes. I, I'm at the school with yeah. a Mercedes. Like people would be like, oh, that's so ghetto. But like this kid is named after like a prototype. <laughs> um, like it might be accepted like it, it was so many jokes like he's he's secretly a, a doomsday device or named after one or something like that um and it's like i don't know i i don't have anything out there how about yourself uh i mean i i haven't really thought about any like <laughs> wild names or anything but but that's because like, you just have a son to name him joe <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it's <laughs> yeah, the tradition but the thing the thing is like if I was a billionaire, I think I probably would do the same thing too. <laughs> I probably would just, I probably would just like just start messing with people. Like, you know, like, like I'm a, I, like, it doesn't matter if my kid doesn't get a job. I'm a billionaire. Like he could use my money to, do, you know, go open another company if he wants to. <laughs> and when your kid grows up, like, why did you give me this wild name? Like, yo, you can change it whatever you want. You're rich. Who yeah. cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> you can call like, whatever you want. And the name could just be like dot 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 spread notation, uh, yeah, spread uh, <laughs> notation or something. Like that. Yo, copy copy an array of names, bring it over to your name, whatever. It's cool. 
Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess he do <laughs> have that like some brackets. Rich. It could just be two brackets or something like that. <laughs> How oh you man, that? Bra- bracket. Yeah, that's, that's, that's his nickname, but his real name is parentheses, open parenthesis, close parenthesis, or something like that. No, you just got to say it's it's Alpha Omega. Y'all just don't y'all y'all ain't woke. <laughs> it's, the, it's the opening and the closing, the beginning and the end. There you go. Yeah, it was beginning to the end, you know. But, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. I'll, I'll try to like do some like some some pseudo fake uh, deep stuff on it, you know, just like to you know mess with people and see who who actually like follows it. But I would only do that as a billionaire. Right now, I'm not even close to being a billionaire. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, right. gonna keep, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it with Joe. Yeah, right now your kid is gonna be getting getting picked on at, at school by all the other kids. They're like, ah, Joe. No dashes. No dash. Where, where's your dash at, Joe? Well, he could. He he'll probably just have to go by like four. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Joe four. He he can just use that. Oh man, my, no, I'm Joe, Joe four. four. I'm I'm part of crew too. J O E dash four. But where's your uh, your hyphen? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's it. That's yeah. I I can't wait to see like what it, where it goes with this, but um. On to another subject, and it has nothing to do with tech at all, but kind of has something to do with tech. Um, yeah, uh, Takashi 69 he got out of jail, um, and he actually held, like, a a, a Instagram Live um, recently, and uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, and it was about, like, I think I think about 2 million people got into it. Like, 2 million people were actually paying attention to him, and he was basically you know, talking about um, how, like, he, he snitched because he, like, because of situations that have happened, like, while he was uh, in jail or, like, while he was away on tour. And it's, it's a really interesting topic because, um, like, you know, like, in, 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 like, the hip-hop community, like, it's, it's seen frowned upon to, like, you know, like, tell on other people and say, like, you know, like tell the truth basically and like to get yourself like out early. But for him, it seems to like have worked in his like favor. And I just, I, I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's a double standard, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird, man. Like, cause that was never a thing when we was growing up that you could do such things and, and be cool. But that's, it's changed a lot over the years, and I don't know. I don't really. I try to stay away from that kid. He's, he's yeah. super annoying, and it, it, he's very problematic for a number of reasons. Even before right. he he got locked up and started snitching, but I don't know. It's it's not really my thing. I don't know. I'm not I'm not like into that street life at all. Clearly, no. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I feel like if I was, I like to just stick to the codes and morals and stuff that. You know, any anything that you do, you kind of have morals and, and a set of ethics and code. You know, some people do anything for money. You know, I, I've seen people be like, oh, I, w- I would like if you give me a million dollars, like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, whatever. And it's, it's just some things was like, nah, I don't care how much money you're going to give me. Like, I'm just not doing it. It doesn't matter. No. Like, what outrageous thing you come up with. Like, if it's too crazy and it's against what I'm what I believe in, I'm not doing it. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like I would want to have morals if that's the life I, I told to live and, you know. And he didn't have to live it, so I don't really feel bad for him either. Cause like you, it wasn't like you just grew up. You chose it. Yeah, you chose it. You chose it. Like you were grown, and you're like, "Oh, I'm be a gangster now, and say that I'm in a gang, and do all this stuff." And then I'm gonna cry and say that they they forced me and they did this and that. But he was doing a lot of things. He was putting hits out on on Chief Keith and 
doing all this, you know, telling yeah. everybody what, you know, he was just doing wild things. Nobody told you to do that stuff, you know? Um, it, yeah, I think, I think it's like, you know, he got, he got his chance to be in the limelight. So he just took it to like the next, like the next level. Like, yeah, so let me see, let me see, let me see what I can do to, you know, to you to be in the limelight. And people just like to watch like, uh, like what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like disorder. People like to watch mm-hmm. disorder. Disorder, disorder pays, like, in especially yeah. like in America, like, people like to see violent stuff. People like to see people who are like breaking the rules and breaking the law and whatever. I mean, that's always been a thing. People love like, people just they they love violence. Like America was built yeah. on violence. Like, right. and like it's always been the biggest movies. Like Scarface was huge. You know, right, people right. love people love gangsters. People love guns. People love like all that whole life um which is fine like who everybody does you know i like to watch from a distance um and like have it be fictional but like when it comes to the real stuff like i don't know like it's his real life but he impacted so many other people's lives right. with the, the craziness that he was doing and it's i don't know it's kind of crazy just seeing so many people tuned in and like engaged in it um and saying like oh i, I like him i'm a fan of his like still and it's like Man, like I don't know, not not I'm not any tough guy or anything, but I can't like be a fan of some somebody like that. I don't know. It's it's a lot of uh, stuff that you're seeing nowadays. Oh, I see nowadays was like, yeah, I gotta. I've been social distancing for a while now because I, I just can't be a part of that or like trust people that are like okay with certain things. Cause right, yeah. I mean, it, it goes deeper than just like, well, if you're not in the streets, why do you care about this? I'm like, nah, I, I I can't trust anybody that as soon as like adversity happens they're like they leave you or they you know and anybody that's like okay with him doing that is just like okay so like what happens if i don't know like we're going down the street minding our business and somebody comes to rob us like you're just gonna leave me behind or i don't know some but some crazy scenario happens you're gonna be like i don't know i look at people like that thinking you're not you're not sturdy you're not solid like i I don't know if I can really trust you because of the stuff that you're a fan of or into. And that, that guy would be one of those things with like, if you're still a, a six, nine fan, I'm just kind of looking at you a little from, from the side of my eyes. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's really, really weird. Um, I, I just, I, I think the the world that we live in just it's it's different. There's like a lot of, yeah, yeah. it's all like a moral, it's all about money and, like since he had, like since he can like bring enough enough controversy and like money in for like these companies, like it's it's just weird. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's going to continue to be things. rich. He's going to continue right. to be rich, and it's I don't know. He's might so have it worth a, it? a career. It worth it? To me, no. Yeah. Um, and his whole family's in danger. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like the way some people are and and they they operate nobody in your family is safe you know like Mm. i don't feel like his daughter is safe his his girl is safe she's flipping on him like i don't think his his mom is safe like there's so many people he put at risk so it's it's crazy even if you're gonna continue to be rich but i don't think it's the best thing and i don't know it's a wild guy not at all yeah Yeah. i don't i don't i guess i could have seen this coming though because um i don't know Pain and Full is one of my favorite movies. And, um, you know, when uh, Cameron's character snitched at the end, 
you know, at the end, you're like, yo, I, I give you all some cats down in D.C., but I ain't snitching on nobody in Harlem, be like, that That happened in real life. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then he came home, and he was, like, celebrated in, in New York still. Like, people were, like, celebrated. And some people were scratching their head, like, huh? Like, they I not remember what he did? But people respected it, and he got a lot of respect. And, um, like, you know, that's a whole different level. But, um... You could see that setting the table for a guy like Takashi to be able to come out and it's like, yo, he was cool. Frank Lucas got a whole movie made afterwards and mm. people still like Frank Lucas. So I think it's kind of just been a, a slow wind up, slow build up to that. Yeah, I think um, if you're going to live by that lifestyle, then be the be really in that lifestyle. Don't just have one foot in when, and then when it's inconvenient, then you know do what you got to do to survive for yourself. It's just it's a weird it's a weird world, but. Uh, I don't yeah, want to get yeah. too. I don't want to get too worked up on that. Let's let's do let's do something a little bit lighter. Um, reality TV shows, man. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's really interesting, like how. Um, and this is like a real. This wasn't even a really good transition, but I will work on that. You know, as the episodes go by. But man, reality TV shows are really interesting. Like, um, like. I don't connect with those, but, um, like Dave and like insecure, uh, mm-hmm. I really do like they're, they're really good shows. And I feel like they're more real than reality shows. Like they actually show like what people are, can it be is. or are going through. Yeah. They're like the real reality TV, the, the real reality TV. Cause the, the interesting thing about them is that it, there's shows where you're following somebody's lives, kind of like reality TV. You follow multiple people's lives in reality TV, mm-hmm. but on these shows, you follow these multiple people's lives. You have one main person, and they're living their life without cameras rolling. So they're yeah. kind of doing this reality TV show, but they don't realize cameras are around everywhere they're at. And they're just kind of living, and you're just seeing everything that they're doing. And... It, I think it's really cool. Um, and I think they all kind of have some of the same flavor. I, I feel like Dave is like, um, it's like Atlanta. So you have Atlanta and then, you know, it was a bunch of black dudes in Atlanta. Dude wants to have his music career because it helps him out. Boom. Dave, Dave wants to have this music career. He has like friends helping him achieve his dream of having a music career. And you get to see his everyday life. And you, in Atlanta, you see all those characters, everyday life. And, how they go about doing things and the stuff that they mm. have to deal with. And it's stuff that like, even like their girlfriends have to deal with or whatever. And then insecure, I think is a little bit different because East is not in the music video business or helping people in the business uh, necessarily, but you still like see her life and see her live it out um, in kind of real, real time. And, um, those shows are just like super interesting because you, you just kind of like really feel like you know these people and you feel like they their life is uh is a um I'm trying to think of the the term to describe how their life is. I mean, cuz some of it is good, some of it is bad, but it's mostly a fiasco. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but, the, but their life is a lot more realistic and I think that's the reason yeah, yeah, why yeah. like they're they're like you can relate to them, right? You can relate to them so much. Like it's like you, it's like it's like every single episode is like you're just getting dropped right into the world. Not not saying that it's not a continuation of like what has happened, but like there's still elements of stuff that has happened. But if you like pay attention to everything that you do in life, like there might be some elements of like some things that happen happened in your past, and like you're still talking about like now, like right now. Like I think the I think the way like 
they portray like real life is why it makes it such a, a good show. Yeah, and, and I think reality, reality that's why, Yeah, and, and I was gonna go to that point. Like reality TV shows, like they're over they're dramatic, they're over the top. Yeah. I I haven't really watched anything since Flavor Flav, but uh, oh wait, actually I have I, I lie. Um I I watched um <laughs> Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> oh no. I don't think I've seen that one. It is it is over the top and it is it, it's just it's just about okay so the premise is like there's like a, a group of men a group of women they go on an island and like the the rule is like they're supposed to be like the hot like they're supposed to be like the hottest men and women all going to one spot and they're not allowed to have sex with each other for like 30 days or something like that um the show the show started off strong and like then you started to realize like they're running out of like stuff because people are like not having sex. So they had to start putting drama in and, and like, like throwing in like uh, self-help and self-healing and stuff like that because there was no drama, but it it was, it was not a good show because like they were like, you could see like the cutting and the editing and you could see like when like they were just trying to make it seem like someone said something that they really didn't say. And like, it just made me realize like how, how like shitty, like people want to like hold on to drama so much. And like, it's not real. It's like that's why that's right, right. why it's not effective to me. Like I'm not the right audience for it. But a show like Insecure, a show like uh, Atlanta, a show like um, Dave, like they feel a little bit more like on the nose because you can see why someone's doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I, I like that as well because like if you watch reality TV show like Love and Hip Hop for example is the, is the same thing. Like there's mm-hmm. people that we and Love and Hip Hop that we follow in real life like on, on social media or whatever right mm-hmm. and then you kind of see them on love and hip-hop and it's kind of like a little different but it's edited like it's edited to to be a certain way to show certain things to make things look crazier and then people come out later and I'm like nah you know they just edited to make it look that way like but with with these shows it's like there's no there's editing of course but mm. it's not edited to make the people look a certain way it's edited to give us a, a good story and then like when stuff happens and they're like oh what well, has happened in the past you know in reality tv they show a, a cutaway and they show a you know this is the scene and whatever and then it's heavily edited but on these shows it's like they're real they're real life you know yeah. and i don't know I, I really i've been enjoying it i feel like these three shows particularly like their own genre because they're not mm-hmm. sitcoms but they're not reality tv either it's kind of a merger of the two and you take out a lot of sitcomy elements like the laugh track and that kind of stuff and it's just like have these people live their everyday life for the camera following them but they don't know the camera's following them and have them go yeah. for it and it's There's just a- like yeah uh, I'm, I'm just saying it, it's just like so much better it's the reality tv without all of the extra editing and drama like all the drama is real like because you still I, I watch insecure and be like yo they're idiots like molly why would you do that like you know what i'm saying but you don't watch it and be like okay they're doing the most this is fake like why would you have this argument oh because the camera's there you know like you, right. you literally sit and watch reality tv and be like these fights are fake when you watch like a, a show like it's obviously fake because it's a tv show that's written but it seems authentic yeah and there's actually a movie uh that i watched a long time ago that's very similar to this but it's like the inverse there's a show called there's a movie called the truman show uh with jim carrey it's a really really good movie it's it's kind of old but 
it, it kind of makes fun of a reality TV show and it, it, like in, in my interpretation, it makes fun of like reality TV. And basically it's, it's a, a, a company bought a baby, raised them up and, and everyone around him are actors. Every, every person, every person in his life is an actor or actress. Oh, so and traumatizing. Every, yeah. Yeah. So like he, um, he, he's in a huge dome, which is like a studio and he's like on an island and, but really just in the middle of a studio for his entire life. And he starts to realize some weird things. Like he starts to see cameras. He starts to, he starts to like wonder about like leaving the, leaving the island. And they, they use like sound, they use like effects to like get him back into like the place. But eventually he, he figures out like, what's going to happen. Like, like this is, my wife is like lying to me. My wife's acting weird. She's just an actress too. The person that he really loved, um, and they didn't want him at, want her as a like love interest. She was an actress as well, but she ended like really falling in love with him. But the, to to not derail the point, but the movie is good. Uh, I I recommend anyone to watch it. But it kind of shows just like you can't you can't fake re- you can't fake like real stuff. Like you can't fake real stuff. But I think Insecure and uh, Dave and like um, the other show I can't think of. I can't think of it right. Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, they 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 do like a really really good job at uh, like making it feel a little bit more real, and uh, I think it's like the closest we have gotten like lately. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree, and we definitely have to talk about these shows kind of regularly and just kind of recap a little bit. I guess Dave is overware for this season, but we still have a yeah. bit of insecure, and hopefully Atlanta is coming up soon. I guess you know, but we'll see what what Rona says. You, you, you know what show you know what show I, I really can't stand right now and I don't I don't know why I only watch like the like the near end because um like one of my friends are like watching it right now um but it's called uh, how how to get away with murder and like it's it's a, it's one of those shows where like as a cliffhanger at the end it's like it's like they build everything up and then at the end it it holds you it hooks you in yeah. and I re- I really for some reason I hate shows like that I hate shows where like they <laughs> Because, because like one, I am going to be hooked on it, and two, I gotta wait another week just to pay attention to what happened. So, right. for me, for me, I honestly have to like just wait till like an entire series is over until I watch it. Because if it if it does that to me, like I'm gonna keep like wanting to see what has happened next. I cannot stand shows spoiled. like that. Netflix, <laughs> Netflix has spoiled us, man. Yeah, man, it really has. I, yeah, I mean that's that's a good topic too. Um, is this format? Is the format of releasing things weekly better for the for a company, or is it is it better for like to just release the entire episode, just, like the entire show, just like right then and there? You know, I honestly like both methods, um, and I can't get mad at the weekly thing because I I still I for the most part get excited, but I guess it depends, right? Like um, I've been watching For Life, um, the show that Fifty Cent exec- executive producing about um based on a real story but it's it's definitely sensationalized but um this guy goes to jail for um as a drug kingpin but he didn't do it um and he wants to get out because a he didn't do it and b his daughter is having a baby and he's been in jail like all these years now his daughter gets pregnant having a baby he wants to be there for his grandchild and so um it's about him becoming a lawyer while he's in jail getting getting sponsored by somebody passing about all that and how he's trying to retry his case so he can get out um and that comes on like weekly on abc really good show but 
at first it was like every week when that episode came out, I was watching, I was watching, I was watching. And then like his stuff started going on, started getting busy. It's like, oh man, I, I can't watch this week. And it's like, oh, now, now I'm three episodes behind. Whereas like if they had just had that show the whole season out, I probably would have sat in binged it in like a day or two. Um, but then it's like, well, how productive would I be with other things? So it, it kind of, I don't know. It, I'm fine if you give it to me weekly because I can just decide not to watch it or I can watch it and I don't know. I don't, I think I like the weekly kind of better. I guess it just depends, you know, because sometimes I like to look forward to it on a week. I like to talk to other people about it because um, I don't know if like at work, if you have like Slack threads and people talk about TV and movies, but we have it at my job and then like um, in Black Code Collective, which is a... um a group that we're both in, they have threads. Like when Insecure comes out, somebody always creates a thread. Like, let's talk about Insecure. When Game of Thrones is a thing, people like, let's talk about Game of Thrones. So it kind of just brings this community together, um, which you kind of definitely need nowadays when you're having less communication with people than you Mm -hmm. ever had in the last few years. Um, It's just good to like talk to people about shows and stuff that you're enjoying. So I don't know. I kind of feel like it's it's fifty fifty. Um, I know if I was creating content, creating TV shows and movies, maybe I wouldn't want to have TV shows that the whole thing comes out. Because then it's like you work so hard, you work hard for six months to put this show out. You put it out, people watch it, and they're like, "What's the next one?" Um, I, I kind of stole that from you know another podcast we listened to, but that's really how I feel too. Is like I don't want to do something, work all this time for people to say, "Where's the next one?" or right. like blow through it and then like this sucks or you know whatever the, whatever the case is like i work so hard like at least like commit 12 12 weeks out of your life to tell me that my 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 tv still sucks yeah especially, <laughs> with, this, especially with this covid situation like we, we're going to be blazing through shows like really quick and sometimes sometimes it might be better to like i, I see the pros and cons like sometimes it might be better to just like have um like a weekly thing but like if, especially like you're figuring like a discussion group like you were talking about so like everyone can be on the same page, like same pace and everything. But when you just like drop a show and just like drop all all ten episodes or whatever, however many episodes, like someone could just blaze through all that because they might have nothing else to do, and yeah. then they're gonna be way ahead of you. They might accidentally leak some stuff that they didn't mean to do, and um, yeah, it, it's yeah, it really I guess it really depends on like how you want like how you want to like ingest it. Yeah, it, yeah, it just really depends. I mean, I'm cool with both, um, or maybe even like multiple. Um, like the Jordan Doc, now you get two episodes every Sunday. Every Sunday, I'm sitting on my couch watching both episodes, right? And it's like you get through an episode, and you're like, man, I wish I had another one. And then they get you with another one, and by the time you're done, two hours watching TV, I'm kind of tired, and I'm I'm like, good. I'm like, I got my two hours. I'm going to bed. Um, yeah, well, how, so I think, how long is our attention span these days? Like, like exactly, exactly, yeah. I don't know if my attention span is ever going to be the same now because it's kind of like I always have so much going on at once. I don't know yeah. if I can just sit down and just have one thing going on for too long because then I'm going to be like, I need something else to stimulate my brain, which may be negative, might be kind of bad, but that's just kind of how things are now. Like once that two hours watching TV is over, I need to either go to bed or I need to find other things to do immediately after because I need that stimulation. Um, honestly, man, honestly, like, I have, like, a, a bad habit right now of, like, multitasking, like, but it's not really multitasking, like, 
I'm watching a show, but I'm on my phone, or I'm I'm watching a I'm watching a show, but I'm on my computer. So like, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to like really just separate the, the two things because I miss out on a lot of stuff that's happened in the show, and then yeah, like yeah. I I wonder like why why the character got to where they got to and I had to rewind and like redo everything. So like, what I'm trying to do now is just like when when I'm watching a show, I want I want to give it my full attention and like not get distracted put my phone somewhere else and like, you know, worry about later. Like not, not put it like on airplane mode or anything because of like, you know, emergencies and stuff like that can happen, but just make sure like it's not like in my, like I can't reach for it like right then and there and I can reach for it later. I've been doing more of that too. Uh, Leaving my phone like on a desk and then going in the living room and just hanging out and watching movies and stuff because uh, otherwise I'm, I'm going to reach. And I agree. I, I, Turned on a, a stand-up yesterday, and then I didn't even watch it. I just started playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got so wrapped up in Animal Crossing. It was like, I don't know what, what was so funny about that joke. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't watch this anymore. Is it, is it, well, speaking of Animal Crossing, but is it, isn't, that, isn't that game, like, really addicting? <laughs> it's annoying, actually. So I don't, I don't know how to feel about this game. So, all right, let me tell you. I, got I, wasn't, Animal- I wasn't sure it was for you. I wasn't sure it was for you, but I, I didn't know how I felt about it either. So I, I wasn't going to get it, right? Because I was like, Animal Crossing? Not for me. Like, I never... So as a kid, when I say I was, like, really into video games, I was really into them. I read Game Informer, and um, there was another one. Game GameStop Store. It was Game Informer, and there was a, another magazine, too, that I read. So Game Informer is clearly, like, just kind of real people making this magazine... They interview people. They have these articles. You can read about the video games coming out, all this stuff, right? So Game Informer was my thing. Every month, I went to my grandmother's house often as a kid, like almost every weekend, right? So I go to my grandmother's house. I run upstairs. Every time I go there, I go to my uncle's room and just start going through his stuff. Um, but for the, game, for the most game, part... It's game, Pro, game Pro, by the way. Game Pro, yes. Game so Pro. what I would do... I, I had to make sure, I had to make sure. <laughs> yes, that's it. So he had all these magazines he would he subscribed to. So I'd run up, get the newest Game Informer, Game Pro, and Slam Magazine. Those are my three favorites. And, like, after a month, he would just let me have them. But if, um, if it was the newest, like, whatever, he would just let me read them, but I had to give them back, right? So I'd be reading the magazines, and those, like, Game Informer is more, like, just kind of real people talking about the games. Game Pro, it of course, real people, but it was, like, that avatars before avatars were a thing. So you'd be, like, watching Mr. Portal 97. <laughs> he would do, like, an article, and then it would be somebody else. And they, they just kind of had gamer tags before gamer tags were a thing. And that's who they would write the article as. And I would read those magazines, and so, like, Animal Crossing has been out for a long time. And I was right. still like, Animal Crossing, I think Pikmin, it was a few, and I was like, nah, they just weren't for me, right? So Animal Crossing comes out, and it's such this big thing, and people are like, oh, I love Animal Crossing. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know people played this game. Like, what? Uh, I'm not getting Animal Crossing. So everybody starts talking about it, and how much fun they're having, and I just started getting a little bit of FOMO, and I don't often get it, but I was like, I got to get this game. See, see what it's about. At the least, if I don't like it, I'm sure my daughter will. And so I start out, and I'm like, I'm on my island. I'm building my stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can get with this. Like, this is cool. And then uh, a couple hours pass by, and I have nothing left to do now. And I'm like, this game is boring. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it, like, it has like that addictive feel to it, but then you get deep into it, and then you're like, I have nothing else to do now. 
But the thing and, is, so the thing about Animal Crossing is like it's a game. Literally, it's like it's it's synced with your day to day time. Whatever whatever your your console is set it to, because we can talk about that later. You can we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, so ba- so basically, like the first week is gonna suck. I'm just gonna let you know now. The first week is gonna suck. You're getting your island off the ground. I think we already talked about you building a house, but um, it, it, it starts off yeah, very, I have a house. very slow. But eventually, eventually everything starts to pick up. Like, well, it, it's still slow, but it starts to pick up. Like, it's hard to explain, but the game just like you got to take everything day by day, and you have to like, you know, get, you know, uh, go hunt for fossils or go uh, plant some trees. But I think I think the overall reason why I'm I'm really liking the game is because like it's like another uh, area where you can like create things and like just build things. Once you get the resources, it takes some time, but once you get the resources, like it feels rewarding. And um, I feel that I feel I feel that, but then they take it away because, like you said, if this first week is gonna be so slow, it's it's been slow. It's been like. The first day I played for a while, and then, like, it just kind of, like, died. I was like, okay, well, now I'm bored. I have nothing to do. Second day, I, I played. I played for a while, and then I'm like, I've done everything. And then it's kind of like a grind to get these miles so that I can, like, go to somewhere else to mm-hmm. get resources. And I did that yesterday. So I went on a trip. I got resources. I came back. I didn't have enough. I, you know, ran around and stuff. I end up going and getting um, grinding so I can go on another trip to get more resources because I needed iron nuggets and I was out and I started Googling like, how do I get these iron nuggets? Like there's no more rocks around. And so I started reading about like how to properly like uh, get everything from a rock and all this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I go to an Island. I got the, the miles. I go and I hit the rock eight times. Like it was like two or three of them. And then like, I still don't have enough because it didn't drop enough and I have nothing to do. And it's like, I think buildings may, I'm not sure if this is, the case for sure but it may take like to the next day for it to actually build so like my house i, I built it you'll get it the next day same thing with my daughter's house right yeah and now I, I have a museum i got on like right before the pod and was like oh yeah here's, here's another fossil I'm like all right cool yeah your museum will be ready tomorrow and it's like so what do i do now <laughs> so <laughs> i mean even now I, I i did i went i ran my island looked for rocks Got everything I could, and I still need iron nuggets, and I have no clue how to visit other people's islands. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I'll definitely help you uh, after this pod, but uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely a different type of game. It's a, it's it's different mindset than what we're used to because like this game is not all about competition. Like you you can't compete in the sense like, hey, I want my island to look better than yours. But overall, it's a game supposed to be like relax. It's about like relaxation, and yeah. it's about like you know just like slowly taking your time and just enjoying, enjoying like the pace of the game. So like they have the music for you. The fishing is really the music easy. sucks. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, later on, um, I, well I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's there's things that you can do to make it a little bit better. Uh, but it's it's a it's a it's a slow it's a very slow paced game. Uh, it's so second fishing. I've gotten better, but I kind of suck at it. I've noticed, like, okay, as soon as it turns green, hit them, pull it, you know, hit it a few times, pull them on out the water. I've gotten better at it, but it's, I guess it takes getting used to, but it, it doesn't mm. seem that difficult because this no. morning I've been out and caught three fish pretty fast. But it, it's kind of annoying, like, you go fishing, and as soon as you put the thing in the water, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to aim sometimes. Yeah. And, like, you'll, you'll put it right on top of the fish's head, and it'll be like, 
pitch something and, and not do, was like, it was just look around and just like <laughs> not go for it. And it was like, yo, don't yeah. like look up. <laughs> yeah, you also yeah. do it like right in front of it. Yeah, yeah. So not it's it, yeah. it's it's hard to aim that, but I mean, it seems like it. It may be fun as time goes on. I just guess now I'm just not gonna put a bunch of time in it. But that that feels bad because you spend all the money on the game. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna play this because I'm playing like I right, I'm gonna really see how this goes this weekend, and I'm like, okay, I have like I'll play for like two hours a day <laughs> and be done. Yeah. So I don't know. I, but I, I also did get it for the social aspects. Like I'm not going anywhere right now. I, I'm not really talking to people, but. Maybe it would be cool to like hang out with people on their islands. So, like the the closest mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to hanging out with people right now is is going to their island. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the only safe way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they also have like uh, like mask on there too. So I use like the, the COVID. <laughs> I, I I use it like pretend like people have like the COVID COVID on there. So you know what's crazy? I've been I saw a screenshot of that, and um, I've been playing Breath of the Wild again, and there's a a costume that I have Link wear where he has like a mask on and like a man bun, and mm-hmm. I've been using that quite a lot in the game, just because like why not? Like yo, Link, stay safe out there. <laughs> you don't know what these monsters and these people have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, but it, it seems okay. Um, I don't know. I, Maybe in a few weeks I'll like it more, but I definitely, I also definitely feel like I was missing out because people were like hanging out and being on each other's islands. And then somebody was like, hey, we're having a conference and it's held on a deserted island on Animal Crossing. I'm like, you know, they're having whole conferences on this thing. They're like, how does that work? And it seemed like it went pretty well. Um, I, I should have had the name of this conference written down. Did you hear about it? No, I haven't. Um, but they, they have been doing like a lot of like, a lot of like social things on there like um the lions i believe like they announced like their their um their 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 schedule on animal crossing or like they had like a video for it so like you could get like lions like gear on animal crossing now you can uh what you can get like lions gear like you can get like a lion's hat with like a lion shirt it's, it's the detroit cool. lions yeah detroit lions detroit lions that's the or, yeah it was pretty cool um, yeah so so the the conference I was talking about was called Deserted Islands DevOps. <laughs> and really it, yeah, and people, thousands of people went. I think like over ten thousand people watched it stream on Twitch, and people like really gave their presentations. But they were in Animal Crossing, and people <laughs> seemed to have enjoyed it and thought it was great. And I'm sure Nintendo had no intention on people having conferences here, but people were just being so creative right now during the quarantine. They're just like, well, what could I do? And I don't know. I feel like this is this is starting something kind of scary because I, I kind of feel like it we're is. getting into ready player one territory kind of now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like Half-Life is about to make a comeback or something. Like it's, it's kind of, it's, it's so many people doing like these digital things and it's like, okay, you had The Sims for years, right? And now we have Animal Crossing, which has been out for years. And now like um, there was something else that happened recently where it's like people are just kind of digitally meeting up and hanging out and like that might be kind of the new normal for who knows how long like you know and if people would just get you more deeper engaged and v uh vr is taking off more ar is taking off more i can just see people becoming so immersed especially if they can't go out and like oh i'm just gonna live my life online now and that might just get kind of crazy and then like how does that of course like barrels are fake currency but does somebody build like a simulation where it's like oh, we're using real currency or they're using some type of cryptocurrency and then, like, you just 
gained this cryptocurrency in the game, but that can become real life money. And then like people start putting all their real dollars into the cryptocurrency so that online they can live this crazy life. Like, I don't, that gets really scary. Like, I, you see what people do for likes and, and, and retweets and stuff. Like, imagine what they'll do for like real actual money that can be like quickly become liquid in real life and online. And I don't know. I think that, that gets kind of, that gets kind of crazy. I mean, actually, it's, it's actually, I actually read somewhere that um, I think I, I think I read somewhere uh, like, or at least it was on Reddit uh, that someone uh, was basically designing clothes on Animal Crossing and selling it for money. Which and, is uh, hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's legal because it's still Animal Crossing. Like, it's yeah, I don't yeah. think you're supposed to be doing that, but it's pretty interesting. Like, what people do like in their spare time and like to and like sell. Uh, like through through like uh, electronic means, like they're selling they're selling digital stuff through a, a game that they bought. But just imagine if you could go into a game or just expand Animal Crossing, where somebody makes an Animal Crossing mod, whatever the case is, and they just start selling stuff or living like they have a job in the game. Like, could you imagine like right now in real life, like you're you're a developer, right, and you mm-hmm. go into this game. And people are like, oh, man, I wish we had this thing in the game. And so, like, it's not an open source game right now. But let's say you could build something and just put it really in the game and people could do, like, this cool thing, like a feature. You know, like, Mm -hmm. man, I I wish I could do this. or I wish I could have a car or a scooter on my island. And, like, Mm -hmm. you're you're now the scooter guy and you just program these scooters that people can build. Mm-hmm. And then you you figure out how to make the scooter better, so you program a new scooter and give it like Scooter 2.0 is the name, and then people are buying it and like you're making this money in Animal Crossing, but then you're like, I need this money in real life, and then you like can make it liquid, like I said earlier. But imagine like people were like gonna start, I'm a millionaire in this game, and it's made me so much money in real life, and yeah. I don't know, like I I feel like things are getting kind of crazy, but it's Animal Crossing is fun, but. I'm wondering, like, to what to what end does this end up going, especially with this crisis going on? Yeah, I, I mean, pe- people like people are coming up with like a lot of creative things just to like 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 you know keep themselves interested and not be bored. So, I'm um, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see some more of this, like, um, like just some some genius like levels like stuff, or like maybe some things that we haven't seen like outside of the box. Uh, so. I can't. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. I'm definitely going to play the game some more and see what else I can come up with. But I think. Um, I think more people are going to start playing games like this. Um, yeah, I think more people are going to start playing like these games where they're online and being themselves at the same time. And we'll we'll see how that goes. And and kind of speaking of that and these online avatars and stuff. Did you see the invitations for WWDC 2020 this year? No, I didn't. So um, Apple decided that for WWDC 2020 this year, the invite, it's all online. So normally it's $1,600. I'm not paying $1,600 to go to a conference because that's just the ticket. That's not even like staying in a hotel or flying over. Um, My job isn't, I'm I'm sure, um, because that's still a lot of money. And I'm not the mobile guy there. I don't think anybody is just kind of, we don't have a need for anybody to go to this conference. 
But we all tune in. I tune in for the keynote every year, even before I was a dev. Because they announced all the iOS stuff and, like, what software they have coming up and maybe some hardware stuff. Um, so I, I tune in for the keynote at the least. And then I don't even think the other stuff is online. But this year, the whole conference is online and it's free. Mm-hmm. So That's I definitely cool. want to... Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I want to see if this workshops I can attend and, like, if any of the talks are interesting to me. Um, because while I'm not a mobile dev, I do want to do some mobile apps. And um, I think the side project I'm currently working on is uh, definitely going to need a mobile app to go with it. Um, and I plan on using, like, a React, um, React Native. Um, but, you know, Apple does – they have Swift and um, – I'm not really interested in learning that language right now um, because I just have so much other things on my plate. And if I can just do React Native, it just makes it so much easier and I can have it on Google. Um, Mm -hmm. But the point is, like, they sent out these invites and the invites were, sorry, bring it back. The invites were Memojis in front of computers. And so I thought it was so cool. And I, like, I was in Slack at work and I was like, oh, man, if only I could put my Memoji on it. And my manager, uh, Kobe, shout out to Kobe, he like five minutes is all he needed. And he's like, yo, send me a Memoji and I'll make it. And then boom, here it is. And so now I kind of have like my Memoji sitting in, in front of my computer and I have like a quick code fire sticker on there. Um, and it's kind of like, I think it's cool. And I'm like, wow, where's Apple going to take this? Is Apple going to be more engaged with like this Memoji avatar type thing? Um, mm-hmm. Is there going to be more that we can do with it? Because um, you can already just kind of, like, send messages to your emoji or an emoji or, like, get on FaceTime and put your emoji head on top of your head or something. Yeah. So I'm, like, wondering what else they have to offer. But it's it's pretty cool. And um, I think it would be, like, really cool if they just said, you know what, we're going to be lighthearted this year. And, like, we're doing a conference with emojis only. And it's still kind of like that Animal Crossing vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh that's that's very like intuitive. Like I mean not intuitive, but um that's the word I'm looking for. Um innovative. Innovative, yes. I don't know why in- intuitive keeps popping up in my head, but innovative so, is what- Are you saying Apple is innovative still? No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, still, I- still still by so off Android, but you know. I do like I do like iMessage. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's one of the things they're gonna. I don't know. Maybe maybe the next pod we can we can dive into what they're gonna be doing at WWDC 2020. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll highlight it after the conference uh, happens. But maybe we're gonna talk about some of the rumored features happening because I think messages mm-hmm. is getting an overhaul. Some some stuff that definitely needs to happen. Hopefully, I can add people in messages. Yeah. Um, and like group messages and if uh, improvements in group messages would be great. Um, and like a few other things. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they have coming up. Um, and I, I kind of, I don't know, I like this avatar thing and this uh, being able to talk as a digital you and hang out with people on deserted islands and on lux- luxurious islands. My, my island is <laughs> getting there. But um, I think it's kind of still a very slippery slope at the same time. Right, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting time for technology, um, and, it, and it really is showcasing like a lot of talent out there. So I'm I'm really looking forward to like seeing what else happens like during this time when we're not able to see each other in person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man, well, 
that's kind of all I had for news and, and tech talk today. I mean, we could definitely take time and dive into WWDC 2020, but we've kind of been recording for a while now. Um, yeah. So maybe we could save that for um, for test run number two. Um, so, I, I, you know, we've, we've been talking um, about a few things, planning this podcast out. So I think uh, we, we should probably get ready to wrap it up. Um, I, I have a few segments that I think would be cool, like what's popping in the tweets. But honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't been that crazy on Twitter lately. Uh, there's probably a few that I should have written down, like that the TypeScript one that I mentioned. Um, so maybe maybe uh, next week I'll definitely come better prepared with some some good tweets to talk about and dive into. Um, but um, I, I guess we can start wrapping up before we do. There's probably one thing we should talk about, and that is um, what do we want to call this podcast? I don't know if uh, <laughs> if anybody's gonna like if anybody's sticking around to this this part of the podcast. Maybe uh, y'all have heard heard us enough to be like, oh, I have an idea of what to call y'all. Um, no hopefully, it's something nice. <laughs> because <laughs> we've been coming up with names and I, I even was like yo two tech boys and a tesla because I, I was trying to do the whole um it was based off of the um two dope boys in a cadillac yeah yeah um so i was like yeah let's go with that with, with two tech boys and a tesla and then like i don't know then elon musk kept wilding he kept tweeting wild things because <laughs> he was mad that they had to shut down his factory and oh, really so he yeah, yeah, he was upset about, you know, having to shut down a factory. So he started tweeting about how stupid this is and everything. And then I, I think Elon Musk, he just says, I would be so scared if I, like, was on the board of Tesla for the wild stuff he might say. But um, I was just like, you know what, I don't want to be tied to another brand. And that brand also might not be the best one to be tied to. So, right, like, two, right. two tech boys in a smart car. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm trying to come up with names. It'd be cool if somebody else comes up with something dope. Um, I don't know if I quite have a prize to give you for coming up with a, a better name than we can think of. But if anybody has names, you can definitely send it in. I don't know where you'll send it to. You can just kind of like text us. <laughs> you can tweet us. <laughs> yeah, not too many people probably want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe What's we just that? hold on to this, put this in the vault, and then uh, after like we podcast for a while. We pull this out like, yo, check out, check out episode zero dot one. What if this, what if this is our uh, reasonable doubt? Oh man, classic should have <laughs> went triple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't have uh, much else to say, but uh, it, you know, this is a, I feel like this is a great start, and I think, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully, a lot of people connect with it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and we're, I definitely plan on listening to this back. Uh, collecting feedback from family and friends and just kind of polishing it up, making yeah. it better. Yeah. All right, man. Well, before we get out of here, um, I think at the end we should definitely like plug some stuff, uh, people, products, things like that. Um, definitely give out where people can find us during the week or like reach out to us. Um, eventually we'll have like a, a Twitter and Instagram or a, a few things for the, for the podcast, but we have to come up with a name first. So um, I don't know, maybe maybe I should start. Um I don't really know what to plug right now, honestly. So um <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll, there's there's been a few things that I've been that I've been buying. I've been reading a lot lately. Um and so maybe I could like start plugging some books, but um anybody looking to get into the gaming industry, um, blood, sweat, or just interested in the video game industry in, in general, I I read a book called Blood, Sweat and Pixels about the video game industry um 
one chapter that stood out a lot was this indie dev that worked on himself in a game called Stardew Valley. Um, that took like five years for him to build, but like he did it straight out of college. And uh, I thought it was interesting. The book was pretty good overall. So that's definitely a, a good book to check out. Um, I also have a book coming in called uh, Black Software. Black Software. Um, man, I should really have the sole title, but it's like Black Software. Um, the Injustice. It also, I believe the book also talks about injustice with uh, black people in tech and um, um, about everything building up from like, you know, when black people, when tech first started and, you know, black people were in it to the Black Lives Matters movement and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's definitely going to be an interesting book. There was a member in Black Code Collective that's inside of it that has um, a website called um, Black, uh, oh man, black, I think it's Black Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Facts. Um, blackfacts.com. So yeah, shout out blackfacts.com. It's it's a dope website. I get up, I get emails from them every day. Um, I'm kind of a history nerd, so being able to get facts on Black history delivered to my inbox is is pretty cool. So um, you know, and shout out to Black Code Collective. It's definitely love them. They've been a really good community, and um, I never knew so many Black people were in tech. Um, honestly. Um, as a kid, I didn't really have any black people to look to in tech. Um, not mm-hmm. many. I think the only black guy I knew in tech was my godfather. And outside of that, like nobody else, people barely knew how to use a computer around me. So <laughs> um, I'm at Black Hole Collective and there's like thousands of other black developers and cybersecurity professionals and just people in tech. And it's it's really, really dope to be able to have like-minded people in um, not only like minded people, but people that look like me and come from similar backgrounds and stuff like that. Cause you don't have that often, you don't have it often. And, um, just kind of different places I've worked. There have been people that look like us, but it hasn't been a ton. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's my plug. Um, I guess the only other plug I have, um, it's not like we have sponsors or anything, but, um, you can check out, you can check out my, my YouTube. It's not like I'm, I'm plugging my sound club. My SoundCloud, but uh, yeah, I have a YouTube, uh, Quite Code Fire. Um, you can expect some new videos coming up there shortly. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter, Quite Code Fire. You can reach out to me if you want to talk about anything. Just mention me, DM me, whatever. I'm I'm around. And um, my Instagram is underscore. Oh man, wait, it's it's Quite Code Fire underscore. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I, I plan on uh releasing a lot more content on on uh on uh, Instagram. Um, I have some some good things that I think I can uh, teach through like digestible quick glances on Instagram. So um, definitely some new content coming there as well. As for me, um, I, I have a couple of books that I'm reading right now. Uh, one book I'm kind of like uh, rereading again, uh, The Pragmatic Programmer. Uh, I think it's a really, really good That's book. That's a great that book. Yeah, a really, really good book that teaches you how to um, think differently and like how you code, um, like not putting everything into like one function and like 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 decoupling things and and making things a little bit more readable. And um, also like what's prototyping versus like actually doing like a proof of concept. And um, I definitely think it's a book that has helped me out in a lot of respects and uh you know, the one one of the major things that has taught me is uh, dry, which is don't repeat yourself. Um, and 
it saves a lot. That saves a lot of time. If you're a developer, you understand that. Uh, the other book that I'm reading right now is uh, Ruined by Design. It's a little bit different, and it was recommended by one of my friends who is uh, a UX designer. Um, basically, the book is talking about how uh, how you should not uh, work like design something that is meant to harm someone or ruin someone else's life. Um, and it, it's more, it's, it's a book more about morals and ethics. Um, I just started reading it, so I'm not too far into it at the moment. But um, so far, the premise is um, don't 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 create something that is meant to harm something. That includes like something guns. that some yeah guns yeah yeah guns um, uh, and knives. Like just stop creating things that uh, can equal harm to someone later in the future. So um, yeah, these these books these books will probably keep like well, pro pragmatic program will definitely be uh, something that I rotate a lot, and I probably will mention later on in other podcasts. But um, this other book is definitely like a book for like moral standards as like a developer and designer. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but I think Amazon or Google, some employees uh, had a problem and kind of left threatened to leave at the at the least because um they didn't like how they were making um software for drones but then those drones were being taken and uh used for drone strikes and they were like mm -hmm. we don't want our software to kill people like we built these for people's like entertainment fun of flying drones research stuff like that but we didn't build these thinking people were going to be getting killed by our software and then it started happening and it was like this is messed up so um, interesting that you have a book based on that. Um, maybe, you know, a couple of execs over at those companies should go ahead and give it a look. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think they're, I think as much as, as much creativity as we can have, like you also have to be very mindful of like what you create right now. Yeah. Like it, it could, it could harm or impact somebody else. Yeah, that's dope. I'm, I'm gonna put that book on my on my list because um yeah. I, I definitely I'm I'm the same way. I have certain apps that I'm like I'm not gonna build that because I don't want to be responsible for what somebody else does. Because um I've had several people. I used to make a dating app. I'm like nah, because if something happens to somebody or like you know wild circumstances, I'm gonna feel bad. Like oh they use my software and got with this person and something happened. So yeah, but cool man. I think we had a then we had a pretty good good first pod good yeah good uh good flight good uh i don't know what it is test flight there we go yeah test test flight <laughs> uh, like uh well i guess we call this a prototype or uh alpha version of our uh podcast yeah yeah definitely zero zero dot one i definitely will be like i definitely will be listening to yeah this is probably should be called zero dot one yeah ver, ver zero dot one Zero dot zero 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> but cool, man. Yeah, this, this was dope. Um, I definitely look forward to listening to this and chopping it up, getting feedback from others, and um, right, yeah, doing it again next week. Bye, yep, man. Yep. Uh, cool outro goes here, and then back at it again next week. Yep, back at it. Cool. All right, All right man. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Um, I'll talk to the audience that we don't have right now. Um, <laughs> next week as well. <laughs> yeah, right, see, man. see you, see you guys, see you guys to anybody who's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>